You've been looking pretty good these last few weeks, man. Yeah, I got a, a secret stash of the stuff in the mail. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got the Caldera Lab stuff too, huh? I did get it. Dude, this is some great stuff, man. It's a three product regimen. Um, you can go to their website and check the, uh, the third party results yourself. You don't have to believe Ray or I, but we've both been using it. It's great stuff. The three product regimen of the good, the base layer, and the clean slate. People who have used it are experiencing smoother and healthier looking skin. It's really great stuff. Go over to calderalab.com and use promo code deluxe for 20% off. This is a great deal, Ray. Yeah. Look good, feel good, live good. That's what I always say. Absolutely. Calderalab.com. Use promo code deluxe for 20% off of your entire order. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Welcome to the Drink O'Clock Podcast, where interesting people from all walks of life sit down for a drink and a conversation. Each week, Drink O'Clock features a diverse range of guests who share their stories, expertise, and insights. Hosted by Rob, Max ABV, Valencius. This podcast is the perfect way to unwind and hear from some amazing people over a refreshing beverage. So, sit back, grab your favorite drink, and enjoy the conversation on Drink O'Clock. It's a sexy logo you had up there. <laughs> What's going on, boys? Same old, same old. How you doing, man? Happy fuck. I've been drinking all day, so it's, it's, been, it's been a, you know, it's a, it's a three-day weekend. You guys have off tomorrow? Shit, yeah. yeah. This is probably the second time in my life I've had Martin Luther. I worked retail for ever fucking many, many years. And I always worked Martin Luther King day, but recently my boss who owns our company, Martin Luther King day is her birthday. So last year it is now a a holiday for us as a company. And and we continued the trend. So I think she was, there might've been ulterior motives there, but who knows, you know, My company doesn't care who had a dream, so we're going to work tomorrow. <laughs> I'm unemployed at the moment, so I, I have off. <laughs> well, you know what, man? So does so does my fiance. So, you know, it's been uh it's been unique. But um so I guess the takeover is real, boys. This is this is my show now, right? Yeah, yeah buddy. Oh man, this this feels good. I'm I don't know if I gotta like raise my my seat here a little bit, you know, like so, you know, looking at all your content, gents, you've had some really cool guests. I was looking at your intro. So Ed Begley Jr., isn't he – he was in like 19 different things. I've, I've not- I know the guy's face, and I'm like, I've seen that guy a million times, but I can't place 
when he was in. Like he was in Better Call Saul, right? He was in Better Call Saul. Uh, he was. You probably remember him from because when we were growing up, uh, Pineapple Express was a great movie. Uh, he was yeah. the dad in Pineapple. He was the girlfriend's dad in Pineapple Express. That's what a lot of people from like our generation know him from. All right, all right. Do you and, remember and, like, that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Half, mm. Like half the people you you guys had on there, I'm like, oh, they look super from. I'm really good with faces, really fucking bad with names, so bad. Like I look at, I'm like, oh, that person, I know that person. No, I have to Google it. Like you should see my Google search history. I mean, you probably don't want to see my Google search history because <laughs> it's, it's so weird. It's like, what is this spot on my hand? Uh, is two chains still alive? You know, it's like it's all over the place. You never you never really know. But so. For for me, so your podcast is really it's a pop culture podcast. So you guys have people from that are actors, actors, musicians, old school TV people, current TV people. You know, I think you guys have a really entertaining show. And you know, I thanks for having me on, man. This this is cool. Yeah. Hey, thank you for. Go ahead, Ray. I was going to say you're making our job easy. <laughs> and, and so so. Let's let's start. Let's let's roll time back because that's how I always like to start my interviews. Okay, and whoever wants to go first can go first. But I want to know about the early years. Who who is Casey? Who is Ray? Mm. Kind of what what took us to the point that we're in now, having drinks on a Sunday together. But cheers, by the way. I don't. Cheers, you guys. Crack some beers. So Mm. is that a Moscow Mule? This is uh, yeah. I actually had three of these earlier. They're and this is my fourth one. It's a uh, New City Mule it's from the New City Brewery. It's actually like a Moscow Mule in a can. And it's okay. they're wonderful. I mean, most of these episodes, you'll see me drinking these. It's just a hard ginger beer with uh, fresh lime. Uh, they're they're spectacular. But then also I have, for after that, uh, I have a couple of these wild sours, uh, dragon fruit mangoes from Distill Brewery in Illinois. Looking to get I'm all into. about I'm all about uh you know drinking smart, not drinking hard. So anytime I can I can crack open a can and not have to like my even my old fashioned is like the easiest possible thing you could do. It's it's a syrup and and whiskey. So uh but whoever whoever wants to go first, man, hit me. I want to know go ahead. where how we got here. All right. So how we got the deluxe edition with Casey and Ray. Years ago, I started a podcast with a buddy of mine called uh, Saturdays with Chicken Duck. And it was just basically me and a buddy of mine just shooting the shit at his house. uh, Just basically talking about our lives, you know, coming up with shit every week to talk about. And we kind of basically like ran out of things to talk about. So we started getting like local. uh, We're from the Berks County area in Pennsylvania. I know you're in like the Phoenixville area, right? I'm in Northeast Philly. I actually work in Berks County, right off, of, right in Warminster, off of uh, Street Road. All right, so uh, Box. it's Box, not Berks. It's Box. Okay, so we were having like people from our area on, like business owners and like our friends that you know are successful and stuff like that. And then COVID hit, and it was like we we did a couple episodes like this over over the streaming thing, but it just it like the schedule with my buddy has two kids, two real little kids, and. Um, he had just had the kids like prior to COVID and, you know, it just wasn't working out. So then another buddy of mine, former buddy of mine, uh, we had been always talking about 
starting a podcast. So we we had already had guests lined up from uh, Saturdays with Chicken Duck. So me and Bill started Deluxe Edition, and he was the host of that. And then uh, things, you know, go as they go, and life happens. List, <laughs> yeah, life happens. I got a list of rules that I didn't like, and. Uh, <laughs> And then I asked Ray to be my co-host, and uh, here we are. It's uh, Ray came on, I think, at episode seventy of the podcast, and we're at what? Uh, this is like almost one twenty or so now. So something like that. Okay. So Ray came in to save the day, is what you're telling he, me. He fucking saved the day, big time. <laughs> nah, I just pretty much had left another podcast that I did for two years with my other buddy, and uh, I was like talking because originally i was supposed to be a host on their pod like the week that i basically left the other one and i was like you know what i don't have anything to promote guys so i don't think i'm, I'm coming i don't know if it's a good idea to come on and i was like i don't even know if i'm gonna have a podcast so then casey's like nah do something so i started the 10 cent beer night podcast and i did that for like what was that like three months or four months for you and bill split Mm-hmm. And then Casey was like, "Hey, I got some guests lined up. I need somebody to do this, the interviews. You know, I, I want the uh, second host for the interviews." And I was like, "All right, I can do that." And then he's like, uh, "I got another interview scheduled. Do you want to do that one too?" And I said, "Just want me to be the the co-host?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so yeah, and then we just partnered up, and we've been basically killing it ever since. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, dude, you guys, you know, the the guests you guys have, like I said, it's it's pretty incredible. Like, I don't want you to give your secret sauce out, but like, how do you guys get some of these people? You just reach out to them on like, Instagram, or a, a lot of the times I drive around and I look for celebrities and I give them hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, hey, uh... Deluxe Edition Network, come come hang out. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, Ray gives me a list, a list of people every month, and uh, I just do my my research and I reach out and, you know, for the most part, everyone, you know, we've, I mean, dude, we've reached out to everyone, like Matthew McConaughey from, you know, from Matthew McConaughey to people that you've never heard of or and no one else has ever heard of, you know, but for the most part, like people will get back to us, at least, I mean, Matthew McConaughey's people, they got back to us and said no, but I mean, at least they, they <laughs> respond, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's it's simple. I mean, all you have to do is pay for IMDB Plus on or IMDB Pro. It's like 15 bucks a month or whatever. It has everyone's contact info. Really? Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So that kind of opens you up to at least know who to who to reach out to and what the connections are, right? Because a lot of times it's going to be like what managers and publicists and all that bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, we've had, like, we had um, Frank Lemire's on a, a few weeks ago. He's he's on one of the number one shows on Netflix right now. It's a uh, fairy, and then he was on a show before that called Undercover. He lives oh, yeah. in the Netherlands. Like, I messaged, I messaged, you know, I go on IMDb and look for his contact info. It's just his email address. Like, he has no matter. Like, so that you'll get that sometimes too. Like, these people, you think they're like, holy shit, they're like so famous and it's just their email address it's just like oh hey all right it's it you know their name at gmail.com you're like fucking great this is awesome <laughs> yep. um so you know uh let, let's let's talk a little bit about the actual 
Deluxe Edition Network. Talk to me about how that came to be, the history of it. I mean, look, I've been in now for, I don't even know, maybe six months, seven months, eight months. I lose track of time anymore. And, uh, you know, I appreciate it. You guys let me hop in. Um, you know, in terms of the rules, I, uh, I'm getting better. I have everything <laughs> automated at this point. But it gets to a point where sometimes I just totally forget. I actually, if you saw my notes here, I have it in bold, highlighted, and like it's probably in it's basically a whole page of podcasts in a month. So I don't <laughs> I don't miss saying it because then I have to go back and re-record me saying it and putting it at the end, you know. No, it's um, hey, that's all right, man. Like, hey, I mean, we run the network and we still forget. Like last week I, I was thinking after I had just messaged somebody about it. I was like, hey, you know, you forgot to do this or whatever. And then I go back and I start editing our episode from last week. And I was like, fuck, I never mentioned it once. <laughs> that happened to me so many times. And like, you'll say something like, I'm like, fuck, like in, like I'm holding my phone and I'm just like, shit, damn it. And I'm like, I told myself to do it. So now I always make a mental note and I put it on my, my sheet here of questions. So I, I never forget it, but talk to me a little bit about the, the growth of it. How did it get here? Who came up with the idea and, and kind of, uh, you know, how you guys got there with it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll talk about this. So with, with my other podcast, the Saturdays with chicken dog and, and Ray, that's how I met Ray years and years ago. We were on another network. It was called the no phony podcast network. And it was, you know, it was, Okay, I mean, we met a lot of a lot of great people. I met Ray through that. His podcast was on that originally, like over like the course of like maybe a year, two years, three years or so. I forget how long exactly it was in there, but it just kind of like people seemed to stop giving a shit about it. And like the only thing that anyone was doing was sometimes like retweeting things on Twitter, and it's like you know if you want anything to to be successful you have to do more than that you know what i mean like it has to be yeah. more than twitter you know and especially since like i i had real high hopes for twitter after uh elon took over but like it, it's it's the shits now like it's it's worse than it ever was it's and, so bad dude it's so yeah. bad. i get so many weird messages and shit and it's all spam like yeah um I have three different accounts. I have one for my business, one for my old streaming, and then just a personal. And my personals were that's Twitter's always where I followed all my sports stuff. I'm big into sports. So like you get the most up-to-date news on Twitter for the most part. And then right. or Instagram, but Twitter's pretty good with it. And then, you know, my other accounts I don't really use a whole lot, but if I just switch over, it's like all these weird groups, spam, you know, it's like it's like the uh the um uh, like the the sex accounts where it's yep. got a weird name and they follow a thousand people and it's like come on man we know it's your your fucking spam like right. you're not yeah, even like trying bots. to hide it <laughs> yeah, yeah you know you try to hide it at this point right um, so the guy that the guy that ran that the guy that started that the no phony thing uh he had asked i guess like the group or whatever if anyone else in there wanted to take over and there was another guy that took over for he took over for a while and the same thing. I mean, it did, it did nothing. Like he did nothing to change it. No one did anything else to make it better. Nothing. Right. So then the, the original guy, then once again, he came to me specifically and he was like, Hey, you know, like this guy never did anything with this. Would you want to take a shot at it? And I was like, absolutely. I said, but like, there's going to be some big changes. 
And he was like, well, what? And I said, well, the name, I, th- I think the name, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, but I've always thought that the name kind of sucks. <laughs> and he was like, well, what, what do you think it should be? And I said, the deluxe edition network. And he goes, no one's going to go for that. And I said, I said, why? And he goes, well, because that's the name of your podcast. Like, why would other people be promoting your podcast for their network? And I said, because it sounds good. I said, <laughs> and, and, and they don't have to say the deluxe edition network. I said, they can shorten it to the den, which is even better. You know what I mean? And he's like, he's like, no one's going to go that go for that. He's like, but you're more than welcome to to mention that to the group you know because we were all in this big group chat in uh in twitter and so i i wrote a message and i was like hey you know i'm taking over the network it is now called the deluxe edition network and you know the big changes are going to be made there's rules that everyone's going to have to follow this and that and like one by one everyone just started leaving the group chat like <laughs> and uh like, actually oh, the, at that moment you're like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> but uh so then like the only person that stayed on actually no two podcasts stayed on uh it was uh metalhead journeys who's still part of the network with rob and uh and then it was uh, uh do you remember the other one right oh uh the the rant with herman james he, he, he hung around one. for a while he hung around for a while and it was like it was just the three of us for a while you know until i started like reaching out to people and and fuck we're at almost 30 podcasts now on the network and i mean it's it's running pretty fucking good i mean i mean i've had to get rid of a, a couple people here and there because they don't follow the rules but like if if we want this thing to fucking grow and to be successful like that's what everyone has to do like we have to promote everyone's shows like that's why we're doing like we i we are like the i guess like the mother show of the network so like that's why we've been doing these like takeover episodes with with everyone on the network because it's like you know everybody's been asking us to come on their show and stuff but it's like this is easier for us and also like it, it kind of makes us look like the you know like the the head honchos too because we're like having like the, these takeover episodes where you're you're bringing your show on to our show you know so yeah and i mean at the end of the day it's 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 free publicity <laughs> like yeah. i mean at, like i think it's it's genius what you guys are doing um i think the rules you have to have those rules in place you have to because yeah. at the end of the day like I'm not going to be any good to the network if I'm not doing my part. And it's the same thing for everybody on it. So, um, you know, I could tell you and, you know, anyone listening to this, if, you know, if you're, if you're looking, I've definitely grown in terms of my listeners and downloads and views since I joined. So I'm very thankful for you guys. So I definitely wanted to make sure I, I kind of give you guys a little pat on the back, uh, for what you're doing. And it's cool, man, because, you know, every small podcast, it's, it's tough to grow. And if you're not doing the right things, if you're not networking, I think is probably one of the most important things on the planet. Look, there's 8 billion podcasts, right? But I think, you know, like everyone has different genres. I mean, look at how many genres are in our network. You have sports, you have movies, you have horror movies, strictly just horror movies. Now we have multiple interview style podcasts where they interview millions of different things. So it's like, if you have all those different things, they're not competition at all yeah right 
right? I mean, I consider most of you guys friends at this point because I talk to you guys all the time. So, um, plus it's a really great way to bounce ideas off of each other. I mean, how many times in the Facebook group are we yeah. kind of just like going back and forth and bouncing ideas and, and networking and, and preparing for the Denny's and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know, just, just doing cool shit like that. I, I think it's a really good thing. And I think if more podcasts networked more, I think they would be successful because I think it does take time, right? I mean, when did you guys start to, or, you know, Casey, I guess specifically, like, when did you start to feel the flow of this podcast? It's not after the first five episodes, you know, like, honestly, like we're, we're at 120 episodes and it's only like recently been within like the last, like maybe, you know, 20 episodes or, or maybe even sooner or, you know, maybe even less than that, but it's all in just like, you know, it's a real fucking pain in the ass, but you have to be so constant with posting and posting and posting everything. It's like, you know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, like all these places, they make it so easy for everyone to do this. Like, you know, uh, what Facebook owns everything now. So you can, or the meta or whatever it is. So you can post to one thing and it goes out to everything else. You know what I mean? So, you have to stay consistent with it. You know, we've been doing these reels and uh, the shorts and everything with the videos, like cutting up our, our, all of our old previous episodes into one minute long clips. And, you know, it, it takes forever. My girlfriend's constantly like, you're always on your phone. And it's like, well, yeah, but my fucking, we have 70,000 views in the last fucking 30 days. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm trying to fucking get our numbers up, you know? Like, and that's, that's not easy to do, man. 70,000 views is good. I mean, I was telling my, my buddies, I was like, I was happy because I hit like 15,000 and I, 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 dude, I, I really only started posting on TikTok and YouTube for maybe the past two or three months. Other, but I've been doing this podcast for a year and a half. So like it's taken my, I know socials are important. I know I got to do that stuff, but I've only really been working on it the past two or three months and my views are way up because I'm actually doing it. And right. yep. I have a schedule, you know, if you, you schedule and, and you do all those things, that's when you really start to see the growth. But you see too many people just post one and be like, all right, it didn't go viral. I'm done. Yep. Oh, I can't I can't tell you how many posts I make probably fucking 20 posts a day. Some of them get two fucking views. That's just the nature of the business that you know you're trying to build. And then I'll post something just ignorant and I'll I'll reach 85,000 people. Yeah. It's it's, it's dude, the algorithm's wild, right? It's it's like uh I was listening to to Joe Rogan and he had some uh he had the guys on that did the documentary in 2020 about the um, social experiment, like social networking. They were talking about how how bad it is, basically. Yeah. Um, but everyone's worried about AI. And what they don't realize is AI has been around since really social media started. The algorithm yeah. is just a learning artificial intelligence and it's kicking out all the content that we perpetuate as humans. That That's what it does for every, every fucking thing you can think of. So – that you you have no idea what I'm sure that actual algorithm is like. If if there's a lot of hate, it's because that's what people want to watch because the hate's out there, it, violence, you know, all that stuff. And it could be good. I mean, my for you page is weird. Uh, it's um, dogs because I just watch a lot of dogs, and then my brother's an asshole and he sends me uh, videos of midgets, so little people. Sorry, and so it's it's dogs and, and little people. 
That's that's my for you page is dogs and little people. So wait, what? Is, know, I don't even know what for you is. What the fuck is for you? So that's the um, the algorithm for TikTok, I guess, is what they call it. Like, so when you go on TikTok, it's that front page of just searching through random videos. Okay. You know, trying to you know <laughs> that's what they call it. It's your it's basically your personal algorithm. Okay, so gotcha. Mine is cute dogs. And just weird midget videos. I don't know where, like, that's just how it is. And I'm like, come on, stop sending me this shit, bro. I don't want to see it. You're ruining my page. Uh, and I see, yeah, Ray, I do see you guys a lot, though. Yeah, Ray and I were talking about that before uh, or earlier. Like, it, the algorithm shit makes no sense. Like, I can tell if, like, on, on YouTube, I can tell if a video is going to do well or not within the first 10 minutes of posting it. Like if it gets zero views within the first ten minutes, it's gonna stay there and it's not gonna fucking go anywhere. But if it if it has at least ten views in ten minutes, like the same amount of views in the same amount of in- minutes, that that video it does like better than some of our like some of our regular podcasts. Like it just it blows the fuck up. It's crazy. It makes it no sense. Much, right? It's like it's like a you know catching a cold right you sneeze you get fucking five people sick and those five people get you know 25 people sick it's like it just spreads i would love to know like what goes into that algorithm and i mean think about what life is going to be like in another five or ten years with ai it's it's going to be scary weird dude like scary hopefully the ai will just do the show for me and casey (laughs) And we won't have to do anything. It'll do our interviews. Fuck. Yeah, I will tell you. Interviewing won't even have to be there. The AI will be there for them, too. I will tell you. But, it'll, those... it'll, but it'll be actually you guys, but it, you, it'll just be computer generated. <laughs> yeah, it won't, be, it won't actually be us or the guests. It will be us and Matthew McConaughey, but it'll just be AI generated. You probably could actually do that now. Probably. Like a, probably. Very, a very close aspect of it you probably could do like you could probably have matthew mcconaughey on yeah i watch this uh, i watch this podcast every week on uh, youtube it's called kill tony it's on every monday we were talking about it last week uh there's a comedian out his name is duncan trussell and a few weeks back he was he was one of the panel guests on kill tony and he brought out this uh, dummy that he had and he's not a ventriloquist by any means duncan right and it's uh the the dummy's name was Lil Hobo, right? And he, he goes, he goes, would you mind if I did an impression for you, Tony? And he's like, sure, little Hobo, I'd love that, right? And then everything gets completely silent, and it's Tony's voice. And he goes, yeah, I've said some real hurtful things over the last couple of years, and uh, from now on, half of the proceeds that I make, I'm going to send to BLM. <laughs> <laughs> And it was, it's all fucking AI generated. Like Duncan has this program where he fucking puts the people's voice in and it fucking, it generates it. It's crazy. That is so fucked. I, I think I've seen that show. I saw one and they had a, a, a handicapped comedian that he, he had like the robot voice. Yes. And I don't know if you saw that one, but he would, he would show his phone and then they'd play the voice yep. and he was hilarious he's funny like, yeah, it was fucking hilarious but they they have some pretty good guys that come on there and they're just they say some fucking crazy shit like just yeah. crazy shit 
Um, a buddy of mine, I think, put me onto that show. But all right, so so you're a pop culture podcast, so I, it would uh, behoove me to not talk about pop culture with you guys. So I don't care who goes first, but I need from from the two of you either your all time favorite movie or your all time favorite show series. Whether it's all time or the past decade, whatever you want to do, hit me. Go ahead, Ray. All right, my favorite all-time movie is 1933's King Kong. Okay. Wait, you got to tell me why. There's got to be something to that. So as a kid, I saw it, you know, pretty young. Um, I had already seen The Hills Have Eyes and horror movies. I grew up on those. We played Frankenstein at my first birthday party. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. To, to me, King Kong is like a gigantic adventure. Like, there's dinosaurs, a big fucking monkey, and there's this dude's like, I'm going to catch that monkey, and I'm going to make money off that monkey. <laughs> and it's just, and then the monkey gets loose, and it's just like, it's fantastic. And plus, uh, I live in Cleveland, and I don't know why, but every year growing up, they played King Kong around Thanksgiving. So I've probably, you know, I'm 51. I've probably seen King Kong at least 40 times. You'll right. be 52 by the time this comes out, buddy. Yeah. Oh, shit. We got a birthday coming up. Yeah, we got a birthday. Birthdays blow, dude, as I, you get older. It's like, fuck, fuck, I don't fucking... At least I'm alive, you know? Like, it's at this point, that's all you're like. The last good birthday I had was that first grade birthday party where we watched... <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, right? Because King Kong... King, King Kong was basically... Like the whole plot of Jurassic Park, I feel like Jurassic Park did the same thing. Like, all right, we're gonna create dino, we're gonna bring dinosaurs back and make people pay. Like, it wasn't really about the science; it was about the money, right? Because same thing with with King Kong, and uh, I mean, the graphics probably weren't as good. It was a guy in his too. Yeah, but King Kong is a love story about a monkey who didn't do anything wrong except fall in love with his beautiful blonde haired woman, and then everybody fucks his day up and kills him for it. Yeah, it's fucked. That's fucked. He didn't even do anything. He, it's not like he, he wanted to do that. He, he <laughs> literally didn't do anything wrong. They said, here's a beautiful woman. You can have her. So he took her and then like, well, we're going to take her back. So he, And then they're like, you know what? We're going to kidnap you and we're going to put you on display. And now we're going to make money off you. And he's like, fuck that. I'm busting out of here. I'm going to go get my lady friend. And then they kill him for it. Like, you know, at the, at the very end, it says, you know, beauty killed the beast. You know what would be a great America. movie, a great fan movie, America. is the a movie a movie through the eyes of King Kong instead of. Uh, I wish they could have uh, had his voice coming out of his head. You know, like what the fuck is going on right now? Why are <laughs> what the hell? Why are these guys shooting my ass? <laughs> yeah. What did I do wrong? <laughs> Hit me, Casey. I'd like uh, my favorite. I'm going to move my giant head to the side here for a second. And can you see that back there? Full, Full metal, metal jacket. jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite of all time, man. It's just a fucking like. My dad was in the Marines, and like I'm pretty sure that he was the one that introduced me to that movie when I was probably a lot, you know, way too young to see that movie. And it fucking it has stuck with me, man. It's a, uh, it's like I just I couldn't believe that people went through that shit. 
uh, my dad, especially, I mean, he never was in any wars or anything, but he, like he went through all that, the, the Paris Island and the training and, and he was like, you know, it, that's the way it was <laughs> like he, this guy got it right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was, um, I, I love war movies. I really do. Um, and I mean, it's, it's just like, um, goes back to like saving private Ryan and shit like that. Like anything about like just the old, like it's wild to think that, you know, we're, we're still what we're, we're basically uh, within a, the past hundred years. There's people that are still alive that have gone through some of the biggest wars we've ever seen in humanity. <laughs> like, yeah. but we're at a point now where, you know, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, right? The whole thing in Ukraine and like, we're not dealing with that here, but in terms of like, you know, you had world war one, world war two, uh, Vietnam. I mean, there was other smaller conflicts and stuff after that, but I mean, world war two, we're 80 years, 85 years away. And that was one of the biggest atrocities in like all of humankind. Like, and, and people are still alive from it. Yeah. So it's, it's wild to think that like, we're just that far removed as a society that these crazy things happened. And like, you know, sometimes it'll randomly pop up. You'll see something, whatever, but we're like, people are like 85 years old and they were fucking in the war. Millions of yeah. fucking people died, man. Hitler was a, a psychopath <laughs> on cocaine all the time. Like, oh man, it just it's it 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 fucks me up sometimes to think about it. I go down this rabbit hole and then I continue. Yeah, to go I've been around some of the. Close. I've been around people who were, uh, and I'm sure Ray has too. Like that that have been in that were in World War Two, and like I was I've gotten drunk with a few of those old timers, and like some of them they just like. At one point, this guy, he was just like had this fucking stare and it was like he was completely fucking gone. You know what I mean? Like he he wasn't coming back. You know what I mean? Until like he fucking went to sleep and woke up the next day. It was like, man, fuck the shit that they saw. I couldn't imagine, dude. I really like, you know, and that's as a society, you got to feel like it's kind of fucked, right? It's like, oh, man, I. You know, I can't go eat my favorite sandwich today, but this guy 60 years ago was in a trench with no electronics fighting for his throwing nades fucking like there there was no electronic shit back then either. So it's not even like war now. <laughs> there wasn't yeah. a drone like him sitting there with fucking goggles. This guy was dipping his head up, hoping he wasn't getting shot in the face. Meanwhile, his buddy next to him loses half of his face like. It's I don't know, man. Like yeah, it, it, yeah. Nobody's posting an Instagram back then. <laughs> yeah, like oh shit, I lost my buddy today, and it's like you're not seeing that shit on it. You know what? Now that I really think about it. You don't see much from like in the beginning when the Ukraine war happened. You did, you saw a lot, like all the crazy shit. You don't see anything now. Like you could, I could scroll through my Instagram and not see a single fucking post about it. Yeah, um, well, there's so much other shit going on now too. You know. Dude, just every day there's something fucking new, you know. There's a new form of fucking COVID. Apparently, there's another fucking disease that like is like RSV, and it's like every time you turn around, it's like you know Armageddon. You know, I, I keep yeah. waiting for them to be like, all right, well, there's a comet, and we're all gonna die in six months. So have fun. Like I keep waiting the, for that announcement. And the, uh, the you said you follow a lot of dog videos. Or you get a lot of dog videos. Have you been getting that? There's like some kind of dog uh, respiratory thing going around too now with the it's like it's like dog aids it's it's basically <laughs> like dog aids once they get it th if you get to a certain point they're gonna die yeah 
They're like, don't take your dogs to groomers. And I'm like, well, my fog, my fucking dogs in three months look like yeah. they should be homeless. Yep. Don't you know, take I them to, to take dog them parks to or, yeah, don't let them get nose to nose with another dog. It's like, you know, if a dog can't stick, sniff another dog's ass, that's un American. You know what? It's take actually like, to the park. <laughs> it's actually like, like when you, they always say, like, for dogs, never stop your dog from smelling something. It's like, like that's like the one thing that's ingrained into them, mm-hmm. and by you doing that, you like fuck with their whole all their senses. Yeah. So just let your dog fucking smell, man. Like just let them do it. It's weird, but just let them fucking do whatever they need to. You know. Yep. Um, you know, I, I'll tell you, I I was struggling with this question in terms of what my like favorite series or movie was of all time, and I think I I would have to go with this series, and I'd have to probably take. Breaking Bad as as my top series of all time because if you look at like the just the show in general when I first started watching it it's like oh that's the dad from Malcolm in the Middle nah he this guy's not gonna turn into a, a fucking drug lord okay and if you're listening to this and you haven't fucking seen Breaking Bad come on man okay just yeah I'm not ruining anything at this point um I didn't watch the sh- the uh, the movie which I know they did some stuff to try to tie in. I heard it was really bad. What El Camino, right? Yeah. 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 I never watched that either, but the show was just masterfully done. Everything they did. I mean, look, there was some outlandish stuff. He got away with some stuff. You're like, eh, you know, especially as you get it later on, but it ended like the ending. I was a little upset with, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, look at game of Thrones. Well, the ending of game of Thrones is atrocious. You kind of knew it was going to end bad one way or another. Yeah. I mean, it was coming one way or another. Yeah. Yeah, you knew it was, you knew it was coming, and I think they did a good job of where and how they did it. And um, I really think that there's no other show. And even, dude, um, Better Call Saul. I thought Better Call Saul had a great ending, was a really, really good show. They didn't really have a ton of lulls, you know, like like boring episodes. Like it was that was I actually enjoyed that show probably more than I anticipated I was going to. Yeah, I don't uh, think I ever got through all of Better Call Saul. I have to go back and watch watch that because I do like Bob Odenkirk a lot and I like that character a lot. Um, Yeah, but Breaking Bad, awesome show. We had uh, remember uh, the the uh, junkyard guy, uh, old Joe. Yeah. We had him on Larry Hankin. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Did did he give you guys any like awesome? Like I love the fact that you have fucking Bill Burr is in it. You know who is who is the the big henchman? Uh, he was like the the big black guy. Uh, was it like they name him like Tank or something? I don't remember. It's been so long since I fucked. Eustace. I, it was some weird name that they had in there, and he was he was great. He didn't say much. But he actually makes he actually makes another appearance. He's in uh, Breaking Bad or um, Better, Call, Better Saul. Call Saul. Yeah, because Better Call Saul is the way they do it is pretty cool. It's like they do like flash forwards of like where he is, like after mm-hmm. everything happened, yeah. and then they go back and they're like explaining like and and so the show is going on along with Breaking Bad, and they actually make an appearance too. Uh, yeah. in in one of the episodes in the late in the last season, and uh, they just did a really good job. It's funny because they think people are so fucking stupid that they did the the flash forwards in black and white, yeah, so that the stupid people could enjoy 
better call Saul with the rest of us. <laughs> Dude, it's it's it I was reading a story today, like the stupidity of of just I guess today's day and age is absurd. I read a story earlier on Fox and it was it just I got immediately angry and I just exited Twitter, but it was like a couple was suing a gummy bear company because their their three year old choked on the gummy bear and there was no warnings oh that the God. kid could choke on the gummy bear on the the bag and I'm like for one the parents should be fucking arrested okay <laughs> not the gummy bear company Hasbro like they shouldn't be the ones getting in trouble like. These are the people – these are the reason why we have warnings on plastic bags to not put them over your head. Yeah, yeah, there's all those memes now. Ray Ray runs our Instagram page, and uh, he posts memes all the time. Like, you know, people think there, there's going to be uh, flying cars in the future, and then it says, the future, do not eat this wrapper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look, Matt, I am not a smart man by any stretch of the imagination. But compared to a lot of these people roaming around, holy shit, they make me feel smart. We're all basic. Anyone, bo- I feel like anyone that's like in, the, especially in their thirties and on. I I feel like I was born in a generation. Casey, I don't, how, how old are you? Forty three. Okay, so I'm thirty seven. So we're we're right around the same age. I feel like we were born in a generation that will you'll never see again, because we were around before electronics. Like to a certain degree, and then during and now after. So we can appreciate like when we were kids going outside and fucking playing with super soakers and yep. playing football and pick up basketball. And you know, my mom's like, be home by this time because I didn't have a cell phone. So if right. I wasn't home by then, she thought I was dead. Cause my mom always <laughs> just thinks I'm dead. She still, I'm fucking I'm 37. I get a call. She's like, I heard sirens. I'm like, Mom, I live an hour. <laughs> away from you i appreciate it mother i love you to death but i'm okay (laughs) it's like you're gonna hear sirens all the time and especially if you're close to philadelphia okay (laughs) like it's a thing here's a Um, here's a fun one for you uh you know i'll plug my phone in and go do something else watch the kids they plug the phone in and they sit by the phone jack and still play with it while it's charging they can't get away from it for two seconds it's crazy it's it's an enigma, I think. And, you know, I think eventually you'll have a bubble pop type of moment, I feel like, at some point. But I just, we're going to get more and more ingrained into our own technology. I mean, and before you know it, it's going to be in us. I mean, did you guys see that, uh, the pin? Yeah. No. So it's an AI pin that you could put on your, your shirt. And it, they want to get away from using a phone in your hand. So it's got a hologram. So it'll, it'll show the time on your hand, uh, weather, temperature, text messages. It can connect. It has an AI in it. And it's also connected. You have to pay like 30 bucks a month for their the uh, phone service. It makes phone calls for you. It orders things for you. It's like carrying around like a, a walking smart Alexa that's like also a phone. It's, it's pretty wild, but you're going to start to see more and more technology like that. Um, Going, going back to the, we, we were talking about the AI stuff earlier, going back to that. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about like all the, the, the different, uh, the clips and the reels and stuff that I've been posting. I use uh, a program on the internet. It's called Opus Clip. 
and it's an AI generated program. Like I, after this, this episode is recorded, I will drag the file over into that program and it cuts about 30 to 35 one minute long clips based on like keywords that are popular on the internet right now. And it's the, like, it's fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it takes this whole screen, like the three of us, how we're set separated and it puts it into a little Instagram size box, like without me doing anything, you know what I mean? Except dragging the file over to the fucking, it's, it's awesome. I've used Opus. Opus is legit, man. It's, it's really good and it does a really good job. And I will say this, uh, Ray, your uh, your controlling of the memes on the Deluxe Edition Network never needs to go away. I laugh every fucking day to at least three things that you post, and I'm like, and I'm like at work laughing, and I'm like, all right, that was, that was good, that was good. Um, there's nothing like a good meme, dude. There really isn't, you know, uh, especially if it's timed. Like memes are great because it what's not funny to me or at the time not engaging could be someone could literally be in that situation and they just coll- yeah. they just you know, are all about that specific meme. And then that's, I feel like that's how all that shit like gets viral, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah never, never take that, that away from him. Never take that. No, away. I won't it, because <laughs> it's one less thing that I have to do. So yeah. I won't, uh, but yeah, speaking of that, the, the like going viral and shit, like we talked about this last week on the, on the podcast, Ray posted a meme and it's a meme that he took from someone else. It's not like he, made it you know he makes some of them but like the the memes that he makes our logo will be in the corner or somewhere on the on the thing but um he just shared this other uh this other guy's meme and jelly roll's wife fucking shared it to her story she has over a million followers and it it has like six thousand fucking likes on it it's like fuck it's all it's that like that's all it takes you know what i mean yeah, I mean, look, you post what? You post five to ten times a day some memes, and all it takes is just one for someone to reshare, and especially if it's someone yeah. that's, like, legit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, that's cool, though. Um, my my, so, actual, my actual goal is 15 to 20 posts on Instagram a day. That's the dude, that's goal. That's tough. That's tough. It's, that it's is fucking hard. Easy. It's fucking difficult. I, I won't lie. It does eat a lot of your time up. But you got to get some templates. You got to have some good meme sites to steal from. You know, just random hot chicks. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's another one, man. The fucking there's a there's a picture with Sarah Silverman. He he said happy birthday, Sarah Silverman. It's a picture of her with like her boobs out, and it's like over a thousand likes. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they're not bad. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, dude, the, the proof is in the pudding. Like the like, you know, that's what it takes. Like our our uh the reach on Instagram like right now is over a hundred thousand people. You know what I mean? It's it's like that's just what you have to do. Yeah, I mean, and and that kind of takes me to I wanted to ask you ask you guys a couple questions about um building. So, you know. Uh, I'm sure you guys have people to listen. I know I sure do. What are some tips and tricks for people who are new to podcasting or um, maybe they're trying to grow their podcast that, that you can kind of bestow upon them to maybe help grow the, their podcast and get into a, a network? Oh, yeah. Number one, good sound equipment. Yeah. Yeah, good Couldn't sound equipment. 
consistency 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 it's fucking you have to you have to be consistent with it you know like you know fucking joe rogan like that's what his job is i mean he podcasts and he releases an episode with us we we have jobs we have other stuff that we have to do like we stay consistent with it we record every week and we release at the same time every week like we don't we don't have like the the leniency or whatever you want to call it that rogan has like where we can record every day and just keep dropping episodes um so you just have to stay consistent with it uh like ray ray has been saying over and over again the posting instagram facebook um the shorts on on uh youtube and all that stuff like that helps tremendously like and uh i have like a big shout out to mark singer we've talked about this before but the beast master he's the one like he's he's really the one like that turned like our youtube channel around for us because i was like getting like a bunch of views with uh reels and stuff on our youtube channel but they had nothing to do with the podcast i was posting like a video of me going to a wrestling match or me going to a strongman contest you know what i mean and like shit like that and they were getting a crazy amount of views um but he was like what does this have to do with your podcast? And I was like, well, nothing, but it's views. You know what I mean? I was like, we need the views. And he goes, well, it has to, you have to make it based on your podcast. You know what I mean? Like, that's why you want people coming back to the channel because of your podcast, not because of some dude lifting a fucking rock or, you know what I mean? So since that, man, like it's, it's, it's been pretty crazy. Like the, the growth has been awesome. I would also say that in, in when you first start a podcast, go back and listen to yourself and look for the things that you don't like that you're doing. Like when I first started, I hate that I would say, um, a lot. So I really focused in on, um, is a bad word when you're trying to convey a message or you were like, I have a bad habit. If somebody says something funny, I would repeat it. Cause it's just a natural thing that I do in real life. So yeah. I, I go back, I listen to the, the episodes in the beginning just to get a feel for what I don't like about what I'm doing. Cause you're always going to be your own worst critic. And if you're not, if you're not, then you're not, you're not cut out for podcasting. If you think everything you do is fucking gold, then you are not going to make it because you have to be critical of what you're doing and fix the little things. You don't have to tear yourself down and say, I fucking suck. I I give up because we all know everybody gives up within the first 10 episodes. Yeah, that's why uh, another uh, criteria now for our network is uh, I won't I won't let anyone on the network unless they have at least 10 episodes, because like Ray said, people will start a, a podcast and they'll do five episodes or, you know, and they won't have a thousand fucking listeners in the first couple weeks and they're like well fuck this you know um so yeah you you have to i do a lot of editing to our podcast as well like if you'll go back and watch this like when we're talking about somebody i'll put up a a picture of them in the video or um i just said um i will you won't say you weren't allowed to do it i said (laughs) I, I, i don't like when i do it but in the episode, you won't hear me say that because I go back and I edit it all out. I make myself sound fucking perfect. You know what I mean? It's just it's all in how you want your show to sound. You know what I mean? If people if you don't care that you say I'm a thousand times in the in the episode, then that's fine. But 
I don't like me saying it, so I edit it out. I'm not. I can't edit myself in my head. I can't edit it out. Like Ray, he he. It's very rare that he will say it during the episode because because he noticed that, like he said early on during his podcast. But I can't do that. I, I'm just. I I still say it, so I I just edit it out. You know. I definitely still say it, but I will tell you this: the nice thing with uh, Squadcast is with Descript buying them when I when I do my episodes, if I would like to edit out like filler words, it'll automatically edit them out for me. Oh. And it's got a pretty cool thing where it does have an AI voice generator. So I speak a sentence into it and it'll save my voice. So if I need to fix like a random word that I said or fucked up, I can plug it in there and it'll put it in there for me. It's pretty cool. It's oh, pretty cool. Tech. I like that. I'm yeah, have... it's pretty you should play yeah, with I it. Might... You should play with it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I was talking to I unfortunately I am signed up with uh StreamYard until October of twenty twenty five. So until then I <laughs> <laughs> Well you know what man and here's the thing like I don't this is a passion of mine. It's you know it's something that I do um because I just enjoy doing it. Um but you know the editing side is is probably the most time consuming and i'm a i'm a stickler with editing so uh all of my audio edits some of them i'm i'm golden some of them i can listen to at one time but like you should see some of my audio edits like it'll be like i'm just cutting it just looks i use adobe so it's like you look at the audios and it's just like it doesn't even look like a solid line. Like if you're to back all the way up, you're like, this is absurd, but I have to fix things. I'll move things around. And, um, you know, I would agree with you guys. Like, look, my podcast is still in its infancy. I'm only, I'm not even at 70 episode episodes yet, but I didn't think I'd hit this far to be honest with you. Um, but I love the grind. And I think, I think, for us, the grind, we've been grinding our whole lives. <laughs> so, you know, it's not like anything is ever really handed to me, but I think the grind is really what makes this fun because you can see the more work you put into it, the more growth you get out of it. And yeah. uh, like I had my highest downloaded month in November of 23. And that was cool because it took me well over a year and now I can compare month over month because I've got a year and a half in. Now I'm looking, all right, well, what did I do last November? And, you know, and I'm sure you guys can attest to this. And I always say this to podcasters when I interview them, but it's the episodes you think that are going to do really well that don't. That do the and it's the episodes that you think are going to be dog shit do amazing. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's it, Ray and I were just talking about this off air earlier. Like, I mean, dude, we've had Tommy Chong on the podcast. He has over a million fucking followers. Like, I'm like, I'm like under the table. Like, uh, we're going to, this is going to be it. We're going to fucking blow up after this. You know, it, it's one of our worst episodes. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Because they don't fucking, they don't care. Like, they're just doing it to do it. You know what I mean? They're not sharing it with their followers. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. some of our better episodes, some of our best episodes are with people who, they're just our friends, you know what I mean? Because they're they're sharing the podcast like and other podcasters like you, you'll you'll share it with your fans, you know what I mean? And like some of these episodes, like not not saying that you're no you're a nobody, but like 
this might do better than some of the other episodes that we've done because you know you'll share it and like people are fucking interested in, in it because I, I it just it doesn't make any fucking sense though you know what I mean no. like <laughs> it's mind boggling to me and I, the same thing I've had people that have good followings I'm like oh this guy's got forty thousand followers on Twitch uh, you know I think it'll do well and then it's like my one of my top or one of my bottom four episodes yeah and. You know, it's not deflating because I <laughs> I'm from Philadelphia, so I tend to have a I go into things with a negative outlook. I'm like, you know, I I look at the worst case scenario first because if good things happen, then it's it's all gravy, baby. You know, uh, but right. if you go if, if you go into it thinking this is going to be the best fucking thing ever, you get disappointed quickly. So yeah, uh, maybe I'm just well, a negative Nancy. I don't know. We were talking about this year, like 2024 is going to be the year that Casey and Ray talk to the people that they want to talk to and not the, not the people that we think everyone else wants to hear. You know what I mean? Like we have some people coming up that we know <laughs> there's a very few people that have ever heard of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a dude that's been, he was in a movie, Ray, actually, uh, we, our guest last week, Catherine Mary Stewart, she was in a movie called Dudes with John Cryer and uh, Daniel Roebuck. And I just watched it last week for the first time. We now have Daniel Roebuck scheduled for the podcast. And then uh, we also have this other guy. His name's Pete Wilcox, where he's been playing Elvis for the last 65 years, like in different movies. <laughs> and like, on, like, it's just fucking crazy. And it's like, he, he said to me, he texts me and he goes, uh, I hope I'm going to be interest interesting enough. And I'm like, dude, you've been playing Elvis for the last 65 years. Like, that's pretty fucking interesting. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I, I gotta say, if, I don't care if anyone else knows who you are. I want to talk to you. And that's pretty I much what I tell Casey every time I send him the list. I don't give a fuck if you know who these people are or not. Contact them. <laughs> and then he goes, I mean, well, you're doing the lead then. <laughs> I got, I really like that you said that. Like, I, I think that that's, you end up liking your own podcast better. And I feel like it shows when you actually do the interview. You know, I know looking back, like what you said, Ray, looking back at some of my older episodes, you know, I was just trying to get people on, you know, oh, you think aliens are real. Come on the show. Let's fucking talk about it. And yeah, it was entertaining to me, but was it a good episode? Mm probably not but that was my first 10 15 episodes so and i i think we all hit those bumps kind of as you go um what's funny you guys keep talking about like obscure movies i'll tell you my fiance's two favorite movies and i know she's listening to this. she's probably gonna laugh in the background but she's obsessed with tom hanks so mm. two of her all-time favorite movies which i didn't know existed until i met her was the money pit oh fantastic movie Fucking great movie. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. And The Burbs. The Burbs? I actually have the, the movie poster in the other room. The Burbs yeah. is one of my favorite. We had, uh, we had Patrika Darbo on from The yeah. Burbs. Yep. Really? They, yep. had, they had someone on from The Burbs on their show. Oh, that's so cool. She said, that's so cool. You guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's funny because, you know, anytime we say her all-time, all-time favorite movie, though. And this will probably give you a window into her psyche is uh, American Psycho. So mm, another uh, great movie. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I thought you were going to say Mazes and Monsters. No, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's, 
it's a made for it's a made for TV movie starring Tom Hanks. Interesting. Babe, I think it got a million. That was fucking everything, man. The the last <laughs> guest that we had, she was like, I, I I'll name a movie that you've never heard. And like she said it, and Ray knew it from another title. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was like that, dude. I'm really good with sports stuff. But when it comes to like the the like movies and and shows and actors, I'm really bad at like yeah. like I know them. I'm like, oh, I I know that guy. Like I'm telling you, I saw all your stuff. I'm looking at your website. I'm like, oh, I know all these people. No idea where I know them from. <laughs> dude, like, I host. Like, I, uh, dude, I host a pop culture podcast, and I fucking know nothing about movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like that's you guys. That that's why you're perfect for each other. You know, it's like a yeah, perfect. Well, that's era. why it works. That's why it works. Yeah, the, yeah. the co-host thing is is interesting, you know. Um, it, I think it takes like if you're if you're going to do a podcast, it takes two people, two like-minded people, where you share the same interests and you're easygoing. And but it takes equal amounts of work, you know. So yeah. it's like it's good that you guys have like that good dynamic because I know plenty of other people where they have co-hosts where it's it's <laughs> the division of labor isn't like that. It's like oh, one I, person I, doing it all, you know. Don't be fooled. I actually do. <laughs> I do nothing. <laughs> I literally do nothing. Casey does all the heavy lifting. Hey, you run the Instagram page, man. You, oh, yeah, yeah fucking right. hundred thousand over a hundred thousand reach in the last thirty days. I'll take it. You fucking keep it up, man. But so, yeah, I, my other podcast I do by myself, and uh, I will say that of the, the two dynamics, I do prefer a co-host because it's much more fun to bounce shit off of somebody else. And when you're by yourself, you're just carrying the load and you're talking into the, the air as if it's a person, which I find to be, it was weird at first, but I got used to it. And it, then when I started doing with Casey again, I was like, all right, I, I prefer the co-host. Yeah, I, I think it's there's something about being able to have someone to, to rally with because not every topic and not everything you're going to do too resonates with you. Um, like I'm pretty versatile. Like I could talk about a, a million different things, but like, you know, there'll definitely be some things I'm talking to someone. I'm like, I have fucking no. And I'll, I'll tell the person out front. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Well, and I don't know I gotta, if I can lend any help to that. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was listening to your last episode of uh, the drink o'clock podcast, uh, who is a member of the deluxe edition podcast network. And you can find uh, those over at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And the podcasts of the month this month are uh, Bev's Video Kingdom, Barrel Age Flicks, and the Kindness Matters podcast. Uh, but you were talking about shit, and you're like, yeah, you know, I had to go and program this shit, and people had no idea what the fuck this program was. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, it was... Like I deal, so I work in Medicare. So I deal with, I deal with older people all the time, but the insurance agents are also tend to be older people that I deal with. And they don't, they, the, the room of people didn't understand how to search a PDF file, which was just, you just hit control. That's, F. Yeah, that, that, this all is you it. do. So I, what is this? What do we do? <laughs> You're like, where's the control button? <laughs> I'm sure Ray might not even know what a PDF file is. I at least know what a PDF file is. I, I, just, I actually, I actually just converted my resume over to a PDF file. So, <laughs> so fuck you. Let's go. Point for Ray. 
dude, it was it was bad. Did it take me three hours? Yeah, but I did it. <laughs> but I can um, fucking edit a podcast. I don't need to know how to search a PDF file. Yeah, well, yeah, I, don't, I don't have to edit my podcast because it's perfect from start to finish. <laughs> he doesn't say um once, sir. Okay, right. <laughs> Mostly because I hate editing so much. That's why I do that. <laughs> we it was it was bad, dude. I, I will admit like but I, it's all the time. So I'm our trainer uh, nationally. So I do internal training, and external training, training and these guys and, and girls and women and men, whatever the hell it is, like they don't know shit about the internet, computers. I have to teach people how to use the internet, how to use their email. I mean, it's it's wild to me. And and look, I have a degree in IT, just an associate's, but I've always been good with technology. That's my thing, right? My mom still calls me. How do I do this? You know, but that's oh, I'm like a curious person, and I feel like it, with technology, you have to be a curious person because I'm always trying to figure out, well, why don't I understand that? How does that work? And I think for me doing the podcasting thing, everything was new to me. I didn't know how to edit audio. I didn't know how to edit video. I didn't know how to really promote shit on social media. And I, I had to teach myself everything. And I think that's why for me, it's just, I like, I enjoy doing it because I learn something new every day. And yeah. uh, I'm sure you guys can attest. It's like a constant learning process when you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. When I, uh, you'll, if you, I mean, if you, if you really want to, you can go back and start from the beginning of the podcast because I've done, even when Bill was on the, the, the podcast, I've done all the editing from episode number one until right now. And uh, you can see how, how, especially on the video, how it has changed from the, the first episode until now. Like there's, there's just so many different things I've found, like, and it's just so simple. It's like, oh shit, you know, all you have to do is click this and drag this over here and but there's like the the transitions that you'll see when I do say um, instead of like instead of a hard like cut, you know you'll you know Ray and I we don't move too much during the podcast, so I can put well, like this transition. If you're doing a podcast and your co-host says something and they're about to start talking again because you know they're going to repeat the same thing, don't fucking move. <laughs> yeah, stay perfectly still so that when he does the cut. It doesn't look weird. Yeah. So I do this I like transition that. now and you can't fucking tell that there's, that there's any cuts. You know what I mean? And I, for the first, you know, I don't know how many episodes I didn't know that I could do that. So it was just like a hard cut and you'd see like the fucking, boop, you could definitely tell that it was a cut. You know what I mean? Now it's, I mean, if you can tell that there's cuts in our episode, it's, it's pretty rare. I, I, I think I'm pretty fucking good at, at what I do now for the editing. Oh, dude, you you do a great job, man. You, your transitions are great. Your graphics are great. You guys, you guys do a good job. Let's end on this. Who do you guys feel? And and I, I don't know if we'll get some arguments here. Is the most influential pop culture icon of our time? Of our time, all time, whatever you want. This is your show. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pre 1970 Elvis. I'm gonna go after 1970. I'm gonna say David Lee Roth. Okay, my my mom Elvis is my mom's all time icon, and uh, so her birthday he died on her birthday, and it's like a memorial. Like you go, my mom. She has a whole Elvis room. Like we have Elvis yeah. lamps in my, in my mom's house. Like like. 
Hardcore big time. I want to take her to, to Graceland someday. My grandmother had yeah. a picture of Elvis yep. on her piano with mixed in amongst all the family pictures. With Jesus and yeah, my grandmother too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Elvis. Just Elvis. I also have the, the TCB lightning bolt tattooed on the back of my leg, his uh, company logo. So I yeah. love this. Yeah, my I grandmother was a huge Elvis fan as well. She had the exact same thing. I don't. She didn't have a piano, so it was just the Elvis photos with the with Jesus and the rest of the family members. I'd love to be able to at some point in my life take my mom down to Graceland and be like, "Hey, let's 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 go," because I know that's on her bucket list, and I feel like she'd be crying for for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd when like my- to check it out too, you know. Yeah. When I knew that my grandmother didn't have very much longer to live, I I I called her and i said you know would you were you ever have you been to graceland yet and she's like yeah i've been there don't don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) at least she told you now you're good she could have been like no i've never seen it (laughs) no idea he's like come on the jungle room's this way (laughs) (laughs) my see so my dad he was like uh He's like, yeah, your grandmother was one of those women who would throw her panties on stage for Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was like ninety percent of them at that time. I yeah, think. so she's I, she's okay. She's part of the crowd, you know. Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna have to go with uh, mine are are very different. I'm gonna have to say, especially for like pop culture, like with what we're doing, you know, pre I guess pre nineties or whatever, it would be Johnny Carson. If you went on the Carson show, you were your your career skyrocketed after that, you know. And it's uh, it's Joe Rogan now, you know, especially for what we're doing. You know, he's he's I've heard numerous people say that he's the Johnny Carson of our generation. You know, after you go on his show, you're you know your shit. If if he mentions your restaurant that he had a sandwich at at your restaurant or whatever, it's you're pretty much fucking set, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of wild to think he he's basically the father of podcasts. I mean, there's been others before him, but it wasn't really until he took off that is when I think a lot of the other ones. And uh, I, I got to say this. I hate that, like, super popular celebrity people do podcasts. Oh, man, they, I bitch about that. Incessantly. Me fucking too, man. You don't fucking need to do it. You're hanging out with these people all the time. <laughs> You know, let, let, let us people down here, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yep. I, yeah, don't you have another every, TV show you could go do? Not every comedian needs a goddamn podcast. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's some that are better than others, but save some for the rest of us. Yeah. It's just like, um, uh, always sunny has a podcast. And I'm like, that's not even fair. Yeah. Like <laughs> all them dudes are funny as fuck. And now they're all on one podcast. That's not even fair to the rest. Yeah, of how us. do you compete? <laughs> how do you compete with yeah. that? I feel like for me, I would probably, I would take MJ, Michael Jackson, mm. because he, he did some things that now let we're talking professionally here. People, we're not, <laughs> we're not talking about Neverland that, that, that is out of the equation because <laughs> uh, did you guys ever see that documentary? Oh yeah. Uh, not yeah. Yet. No, no, not <laughs> yet. But even still like, dude, <laughs> all right. Even though I'm going to, before you even say what you're going to say, but even with all that other shit, he's still considered like one of the biggest fucking megastars of all time. You know what I mean? So, and he's, he's been dead for how long and he still makes millions every year. <laughs> so yeah. that just goes to show. And, um, 
I don't know if I really can think of anybody that that is like recent to me. I, I do like the the Joe Rogan one. That's a good. One. I don't know. I just I feel like a lot of people just copy. I mean, that's that's America. We always just ever just copies what what people did in the past and they make it better. That's what makes it America, you know. But <laughs> I, I do think he he did a lot to bridge like pop and uh he he kind of took it to a whole nother level even his music videos like no one was doing music videos like he did like thriller was basically a movie <laughs> like yeah. so I, I mean i'm not like the biggest michael jackson fan of all time but i can say i think for me i think he's got to be he's got to be up there in all time iconic pop culture people uh sure. his music everything he did and uh just not Neverland. Oh, we should probably not, never talk about that. And um, do you guys have any, and I could tell you off, off the cuff, just the two of mine that were the craziest, but do you guys have any interviews that you've done? You don't have to mention names that were just like off the wall crazy for you. Like shit they were either saying or doing or anybody that comes to mind. There's a couple that had stories they wouldn't tell on air. Ooh, uh, one was recent. One was recent. I, I'm not going to mention his name because, you know, he's hopefully going to come back. And it's bad business to rat out your guests for being insane. 100%. But there's a lot of them. Quite frankly, there are a lot of our guests that have great stories because they're from the, the 70s and 80s. And yeah. they were doing drugs, sleeping with everything that moved. And <laughs> in, this, in this climate, they weren't ready to tell some of those stories yeah but i will tell you off air they were more than happy to have conversations about those stories with us once yeah. that little red thing <laughs> stopped recording in the corner <laughs> yeah i've uh i've become friends like it's been pretty awesome like because of this podcast i've become friends with you know several people who i never ever ever thought that i would ever be friends with and uh yeah like ray said they <laughs> because of the climate there's things that they cannot talk about or will not talk about on air, but uh, they've got some great stories off air. But I will say the craziest thing that's ever happened on the podcast is we're talking to Mark Singer and he invites me to come over to his house the next time I'm in fucking California. And I'm just like, I'm never going to be in California. I don't have any money. <laughs> like, that's not something I do. Like, just fly around the country and shit. But he's like, yeah, the next time you're out here, swing by, we'll have lunch. Be awesome. I'm like, Jesus Christ. what a, what a How funny would that be if you showed up to his house? And we're like, yeah. hey, let's go. I'm ready here's, for lunch, Mark. Here's the crazy part, though. He'd be like, cool, let's go have lunch. Because Casey's been there and had lunch with him. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I've been That's there. Awesome. I've been there several times. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, fucking, yeah, he's like, when are you coming out? Casey's been yeah. here. Why aren't you out here already? I'm like, dude, man, I'm barely scraping by as it is. I'm not buying a plane ticket. <laughs> it's cool that the, the relationships you make with the people you interview. I think I've, yeah. I've made multiple relationships with people that I didn't expect to, that I, I talk to them more than my in real life friends. Every yeah, and day. I, will, oh, I yeah. will say this also. When I first got into this, I was like, all these celebrities are going to be fucking cunts. I'm not going to like any of these people. They're so out of touch with reality. And it's just going to be a waste of my fucking time being nice to these people. And I have been proven wrong in every fucking interview I've done over the course of five years. Like, yeah. they've all been the nicest people. 
just most of them are pretty normal. There's been a few that are weird, but you know, you give somebody a bunch of money, they're going to be a little fucking weird. Yeah. Before okay. before Ray came onto the podcast too, I had one. Uh, Bill and I had one episode that was the guy was a little dicky, I, and I thought, and I don't mind mentioning his name because uh, he unfriended me on Facebook. So Robert Wool. <laughs> If anyone really? remembers who he is, uh, from he was in Arliss. He was the like the the main guy. He was Arliss in Arliss. Uh, I thought he was a bit dicky. Yeah, you get. But, I'm sure. I'm sure you got to run into that here and there, when especially when you're dealing with people who had like some sort of fame, some sort of fortune. You know, uh, I mean, yeah. Like, I, 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 honestly, though, in in like 120 episodes, he's really the only one that was that we've had like that was a real like that I I thought was like. A dick. There was another one that Ray and I had on, and I I won't mention his name because I thought he was a little dicky. But I, Ray's I, like, you're talking, I, I knew you were going to bring it up. <laughs> Ray's like, that's how friends talk to each other. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I will say, when Scotty Schwartz was laying in the bed, talking, oh, that guy, that was fucking, that was weird. But like I, I told Casey, I almost the following week was going to move all my shit to the bedroom and do the same thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that uh, well, Scott Schwartz, he was on the, he was on our first episode ever. And then I was like, you know what? Let's have him on for our hundredth episode to fucking, you know, bring everything around full circle. And uh, we, we turn it on and he's laying down in his fucking bed. And we're like, what the fuck? But, but, but I, he's he was still fucking you know yeah he's still I, awesome but a great guy but it's just weird that I don't know if I could ever do a podcast laying in bed <laughs> like it's like to be fair when people say we're gonna be on we want you to be on our podcast it's an it's mostly an audio thing you know what I mean so there's yeah I mean, but you had to click the link <laughs> yeah I mean but but there's very I mean. What now? We do get that a lot. We do get that a lot. They're like, "Is this audio or video?" Yeah, I guess it's being a, a you know more, you know, it's a newer thing that podcasts are on YouTube also. So, but, um, he, but on our first episode, we were on YouTube also. So that's that's awesome. That I I feel like that would be a, a memorable like you, you got to have him back for like one fifty. And see if he goes. Oh, I, if he goes, I tell you what, it. dude. When he comes, if we get him back again, I am going to go to the bedroom. <laughs> we'll you should do it like yeah. in a in a in a tub. Do like do like a fucking <laughs> bubble bath or something. You know. <laughs> now, what, what I really want to do is shirt off, half covered in blanket, with a big fucking thing of grapes, and I'm just eating grapes <laughs> while I'm doing the interview. <laughs> Hey, Rob, uh, before you let us go, give me one second. I want to grab something here, and then we'll wrap up. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Dylan. And I'm Cameron. And we're the hosts of Barstool Film School, a conversational comedy podcast about the very best bar movies. You know, the ones that are, like, perfect to watch when you're hanging out in a bar with friends. Now, uh, I'm a writer and a film school washout. And I'm a bar owner. So we ought to know what we're talking about. <laughs> you would hope. Tune in every other week, wherever you get your pods, as we take on a new flick. And we will pair those flicks with some cocktails. To see if they past the bar. Now, uh, what do you say, Cam? Shall we pour ourselves another round? Let's do it. All right. You had mentioned earlier that uh, we've been prepping for the Denny's. The Denny Awards. So uh, this year, last year was the first annual Denny Awards. We had everyone from the network on. Uh, they come up with their own category. And then Ray and I hosted it. Everyone sent in their videos of their uh, 
their category and whatever did a cool little video um for the last since that day i've been thinking like we need to have uh a den a deluxe edition network like gathering a family gathering if you will and so uh this year i talked to another member of the network joel the hair surgeon he owns the red horse hair studio in uh redding pennsylvania and for the last year he's been having comedy shows and, and different things there music shows in the salons on the weekend so i said uh hey buddy what do you think if we have uh the denny's there at red horse sometime this year and he was like that would be a fucking great idea man so september 21st this year 2024 we will all be gathering in uh redding pennsylvania and we'll we will be having the second annual denny awards won't be live it'll be recorded and everything but um we're adding this year i mentioned uh earlier our podcast of the year for 2023 bev's video kingdom but for this year 2024 we will also be adding a podcaster of the year for the network and i just had this beautiful belt made by pro am belts that is badass look at that shit yep there it is uh, if you're not on youtube head over to youtube right now and check this out i can't not wait to get my nail out and carve my name in that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Pro-Am Belts, man, they do a fucking uh, wonderful job. Go check them out Dude, on Instagram. Pro-Am Belts. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. September 21st, 2024, we will be having the Denny Awards. So... I will be there, and I will be uh, I will be imbibing probably massive amounts of alcohol, sir. <laughs> awesome, yeah. I think everybody will be. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ray, well, look, Ray just... was like, I said, because uh, there's another member of our network, uh, Rob. We mentioned from uh, Metalhead Journeys. He lives in the same town as Ray. They are they are friends, yep. which which they fucking ha- kept a secret from me for fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, so yeah, Rob said he will be driving Ray in, so uh there yep, will be so, plenty of drinking going on. Yeah, I have no excuse now that I don't want to drive there or do anything. So yeah. They tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> There's that's the best trick though, right? I mean that's you, you not get a bad to the trick. Denny's and you get to drink copious amounts of booze. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. do that anyways. I said to Ray, I was like, if you show up, I'll buy the beer. He goes I drink a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You better get that discover ready, sir. (laughs) But before we leave, thank you guys for, uh, let me, uh, take over the show, man. And thank you for letting me be part of the network. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can, uh, continue to, to help you guys and help it grow. Yeah. Thank you, man. Plug, uh, plug away, man. Where, where can people find you and all that stuff? Yeah, I guess there's probably self promote, huh? It's not, uh, Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess I'm one of those people I hate to kind of like, I'm not gonna throw my shit out there unless it's like, hey man, you know what's your shit? You know, like I, I maybe I should be take take that a little bit more serious, but uh, I try not to be annoying. But uh, you want your podcast to fucking. Be better. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. 
it's the Drink O'Clock podcast. You can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts. I have a YouTube, social media, all that jazz, TikTok. It's a Drink O'Clock pod on most socials. Uh, new episodes launch Thursday or Friday every week, depending upon when uh, you know uh, I actually edit my shit because I do have a full-time job that, that makes me want to kill myself as it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, come hang out. I interview people. We drink. Uh, I'm going to be adding in, I think some new things going forward for 2024, hopefully to, to, to grow the audience and make it a little bit more fun too. And uh, we'll see what happens. Awesome, man. Yeah. Your show is one of those, an interview show, like, like I'm trying to get our listeners to like, I listen to your show because I want to hear you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know any of the guests that you have on your show. It's, it's, you're not getting like you're not getting popular, like, you know, crazy celebrities on your show. It's, it's, I listen to your show because I want to hear you, you know, and it's, and it's your great conversational skills that make the podcast great because it's, it's you talking, just having a conversation with, you know, someone. That's what makes it awesome. I appreciate that, man. Drinking helps. However, (laughs) I will say this. I've I've uh, I've cut back when I do my shows because in the beginning I would do shots. Like if you watch some of my or listen to some of my first shows, I would do shots of Fireball. Like yeah, I have three or four shots in an hour, and I was drinking uh, six ounces of whiskey. Uh, by the end of the show, I'm asking uh, you know these authors. I'm like, yeah, what, what did you sing? They're like, I'm an author. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh. So. Yeah. <laughs> If you pay attention to some of the interviews we've done, you can tell I'm fucking. Yeah, I, was, I was just gonna say, have you met Ray? Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I've cu- I've cut back. I don't do the shots during the show, but uh, I've gotten some feedback from a couple people. They want me to do. They want to throw in uh, like drinking games with with guests, and I was like, I got to be careful because some people I, I interview they're sober. Well, yeah, you, you don't and, want a recovering alcoholic and just go, hey, you want to play drinking games? Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, and they, they come up and they got a line of Coke under their nose. Like, let's fucking go, man, you know? Um, so I, I told him, I'm like, I got to kind of, it, it depends on who you're interviewing. And, and you don't know that, like you guys interview people, so you get it. So it's like, you don't really know. So a lot of times before I even go on, I'm like, hey, what can I say? What can I say? What what freaks you out? What doesn't freak you out? Because Everyone, everyone has a, a like a trigger, you know. So yeah. I always try to make sure if you come on my show, it's a safe space. You can say what you want. Like I'm not a judgy person, so yeah. say whatever the fuck you want, as long as you're not blatantly racist. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you can tell a couple racist jokes if you like, if you're a comedian, because that's your yeah. your gig, you know. But as long as you're not like an actual racist or you know saying some we, crazy shit, it's a safe place. You know? We actually have a guest uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I scheduled because of because she was on your podcast. I, t- I uh, who, scheduled. Who'd you get on? Uh, Marcy, Marcy Warhaft. Oh, She's awesome. She's one of my yeah. better episodes. Dude, I and, started listening uh, to her book. I was I don't think I was telling Ray yet. I was listening. I started listening to her book last night, and I I just texted her, and I was I was like, started listening to your book last night, and she goes, "What'd you think?" And I just wrote back, "Wow." <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't say you're you're in for a treat. That's what she said to me. I'm like, I'm listening to your book, and holy shit, she's like, you're in for a treat when you get to the sexual stuff. I'm like, oh great, yeah. Ray. If you haven't listened to it, bro, go go listen to it. It's her life is a very it was it was a tough life, but she she's awesome, man. She had a yeah. great great demeanor, and uh, it's cool what she's doing in terms of 
you know, a lot of her socials. She's so just like positive. I couldn't be positive if, if I yeah, had nah. like, if, Fuck no, man. That's why see, that's I, why I want to talk yeah. to her. I can barely barely be positive with the life I have. <laughs> uh, well, look, dude, it was it was awesome. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I'll be excited for the Denny's and uh, I'm going to be doing maybe a happy hour or something live. And I feel like we should uh, we should plan something. Awesome, man. You guys are hey, uh, one more pro tip. When you get these people who quit drinking on your podcast, just put all your shit in a solo cup. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. I definitely I, need to do that. I actually do do that. If I know our guests are uh, not drinking anymore, I actually will. You'll. That's the only time you'll see me with a solo cup yep. is because I know they don't drink. Yeah. I had, uh, we had Jackie, the joke before rage, rage on the podcast. I had Jackie, the joke man, Martling on from the Howard Stern show years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, remember was, him. I was like talking to my, the, the bill that did the show. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drink during the episode. You know, I, I don't even, cause I usually, before I used to, I always had this vape thing and I used to always take a big whack of my vape pen to start the show. And I was like, you know, I don't even want to do that because, you know, Jackie's been sober for like 30 some years and whatever. And like the first thing Jackie starts talking about is like, he's growing his own weed and all this shit. I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh shit. Well, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to respect the people and I do everything I can to make sure my show is, is a safe space. Cause let's be honest, guys, it's, it's really hard to speak your mind and have an intelligent conversation with somebody without them telling you you're wrong yeah. and why you're wrong. And they don't have any information to back it up. And they just want to tell you you're wrong. Like we come from an era where you could have, you could both disagree, but have an actual intelligent conversation. And yeah, for my show, yeah. whether I'm talking to someone that you know and someone you don't know, I want them to feel safe and I want them to be able to, and even if I don't agree with them, I want to be able to talk to them and let them know that they're safe to kind of express their opinions on the show. You know, and sure. I feel like it's worked so far. Yeah. Like in today's, in today's day and age, you're not allowed to have your own opinion. And if you no. do keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. With all the socials that we have, keep it to yourself because if it's <laughs> not the public opinion, it's wrong, which is right. is, is mind blowing to me. But mm-hmm. yeah, buddy. All right, right, boys. Thanks for thanks for taking over, brother. Dude, it was fucking great. I enjoyed it. I can, you know, I went through my whiskey uh, exceptionally faster than I normally do. So, gonna have to gonna have to go get some more uh, bullet rye. That's my yeah. The my reason I, the reason I asked you because we recorded two episodes today. I was like, I text Rob. I was like, can we start a little earlier? Earlier, I was like. He's like, ah, you know, I'm watching the game right now. And it's like, ah, I wanted to keep my fucking drink on because Ray and I were drinking <laughs> earlier. And I was like, I want to keep fucking drinking. Let's fucking get He's, this show on the road. Yeah, well, just not have a lull, you know, you got to just keep it rolling. I started yeah. at 10, so I don't know what the fuck your problem is. <laughs> I also started at like 1030. To, uh, no, wait, it's, I got up at like 10. I started at 11 today. It's, <laughs> Sunday, it's Sunday in football season. And even though my Browns are already out and there's, they're not playing today, I got to be consistent with my Sunday football drinking. That's true. That's true. It wouldn't be you if you weren't doing it, man. <laughs> and now I got to go right. drink and watch football. So That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we got another like hour and a half left of the game. So. That's right. Hopefully, it's I not. Always, you know, if it's a blowout, I haven't even looked at the score yet. To be honest, yeah, no clue. So, there's nothing. Every game this week has it. been a blowout. Blowouts suck. I think the Eagles are going to lose, but I hope oh, they don't because I Dallas lost. So 
I want the Eagles to lose. All right, calm down now. I don't, I don't like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a. All shitty. right, calm down. <laughs> I, I think it, I think if we lose, we're gonna we're gonna be firing everybody, and it's oh, the whole thing. It'll be it'll clean house again. That's what they do. It's too much, man. I just I I, I just kind of want it to be over. The stress is killing me. I get angry. I'm gonna be angry going into work on Tuesday. I'm, oh yeah. You know, well, it's it's funny. A couple of weeks ago, and I'm blend on this. I know you're ready to go, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was up in Pennsylvania and I was getting my hair cut at Joel's. Joel, the hair surgeon, he's the host of Horsing Around, and uh, him and a friend of ours, Sam, was in in the chair next to me. Joel was cutting Sam's hair. I was in Sean's chair. And they were talking all about the Eagles and everything. And this dude across the the whatever the aisle, he's getting his haircut by uh, Shane. And Shane turns him around and he goes, "Yeah, this might be a popular opi- unpopular opinion, but Jalen Hurts fucking sucks." <laughs> and and like nobody said a fucking word, right? Like not a word. And like it was silent until that dude left the fucking the building right and then as soon as he left sam started fucking bah, bah, bah. well you know he he was sick the last fucking two weeks and this and that and i go why didn't you say that when he was in here you know and and joel was like well you know i'm kind of glad that he didn't because i like to keep my customers you know more he's like i'd rather i'd say that to one of my friends but not one of my customers you know it's it's tough because he played for a check last year and then he gets the bag. It's it's what happens typically. You don't see it happen to yep. the greats like a Mahomes. You know, he has bad games, but he plays to his contract. And, you know, Lamar Jackson played to his contract. He's going to get the MVP yep. this year. But some people get the bag. And that's it. Yep. Oh, I believe me. Watson <laughs> is, will probably – he'll play two games next year and then pull some kind of fucking hammy injury and waddle off and miss the rest of the year again. So. Yeah, I said probably, to Ray, I go, I go, is is are the Browns keeping Flacco on? He goes, We paid like millions of dollars to this yeah. starting quarterback. I was like, Oh, okay. Now I get it. I didn't fucking know that. Yeah, we <laughs> is probably gonna have a very successful massage parlor that's gonna be all around all around Ohio. Quite, quite honestly, I have been saying this since the beginning of the season. Watson is going to fucking retire and use injuries as the reason so he can keep his money and the NFL won't fuck with him when the Browns try to sue him to get it back. Because if he I can mean, prove he's in, if I had $230 million plus the 50 they just gave me, do you think I'd fucking want to run around on a fucking field and chuck a ball to <laughs> assholes? No. I'd be, I'd be sitting on a beach somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> I'm shocked he even well, goes to the fucking games. I wouldn't. I I wouldn't either. We're in agreement, sir. <laughs> if I'm get if I'm getting the bag, I'm out too. Oh, my no. stomach hurts. I I shit my pants. I can't play today. <laughs> All right. I think we. Hi, right, boys. On. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. Man, this was awesome, man. Appreciate it. Good to yeah. talk to you, bro. Yeah, man. I, I this is the first time I met you, so yeah, it's been a beautiful thing. Yeah, very yep. beautiful. And we look we look forward to seeing you in in September. Uh, hopefully it'll be the normal me that you'll remember and not the drunk me. So <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the drunk uh, of all of us. So <laughs> I can't wait to see that on video. That'll be fun. <laughs> all right, brother. Later, man. Yeah. Later. Have a good night guys. You too.